All right, what's up? What's up, y'all? It's L-E-E-B-O-Y-T-V. This is the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, no one other than Prime. <laughs> Say what's up to the people, what's man. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Yeah, oh, you heard from him. And we got a hell of a guest today. Well, we're going to be talking about, I'm, I'm going to just spill the beans. We're going to be talking about Robert Townsend and appreciating his career for Black History Month. But to help us do that, we have no... No one other and no one better that could discuss because she saw him from a different point of view. Literally, she was looking up at him because she was so small. <laughs> uh, man, it's Ashley Amari Adams. Thank you for being with us today. What's up, Ashley? Triple A. Of course. What's up? What's up, y'all? I'm glad to be here. Man, we are so happy to have you. you know, Super glad to be here. Dope, dope. And you know, I'll say that I've been just... You know, just peeping your your little your, your, what you got going on. I've been watching and just waiting for this time, waiting for the special time to hit you up. And I thought that this was a great opportunity uh, to go over. You know, a person that I am I love so much that I literally look up to you in uh, different ways than you did in Robert Townsend. And uh, we want to hear your perspective on that, and then also catch up with you because you got tons. of tons going on you got that baby you got your cooking going on you be having your mama in the video look everybody's showing up and uh i've been i've been peeping peeping it it looks very fun um thank you thank you so first off can we ask how old is that little baby i know you put her out on on the ig a little bit and how old is she and how's it been being a mom Oh my goodness. So Nori is a little over one and a half. She'll be two in June. Mm. Um, and she is incredible. And I, I never in a million years, like I've always wanted to be a mom, but I just never in a million years thought that the journey, the actual process of becoming and being a mother would be so, so many things. It's challenging, but it's rewarding. It's incredible to watch. Like every day she says or does something. I'm like, when you learn how to do that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it just, it's amazing. I'm, I'm very, very blessed. I see. I see. I mean, do you think she takes after her mom? Like as far as because you was very advanced at, at your age and I see she looked like she's she's picking up on a lot of stuff. So um, do you think she takes after you and do you plan on, you know, taking advantage or I wouldn't say advantage or, or throwing her out into the industry? The way we got to the wolves, just putting her into the house. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, yeah, she's uh, she's incredibly intelligent. She's very smart. Um, she's very much a girly girl, so she loves to put on shoes and clothes, and like she loves to do little modeling around the house. She's done some print so far, so she is she is well on her way. I'm not gonna get in her way. That's all I'm gonna say. Is I'm just I'll okay. do whatever it is she wants to do. I will fully put my energy and support into it but at any moment if she's like nah ma that's not for me then we out we done i like that i like that people ask me all all the time because i got two little ones um and they ain't ready they ain't ready to do nothing they don't listen they don't mind they they don't have that uh <laughs> that, that obedience that i would pray for but um you maybe maybe i guess if they would want to get into it but yeah. No, that's incredible. I saw your two babies. How old are they? They're two and five, and they just bad. That's it. There ain't nothing else to say about them. That's all. <laughs> Not today, anyway. Not today. This kids ain't bad. Don't do them babies like that. Just like they daddy. Look. Right. <laughs> uh, it's you. I'm like, it's you. It is. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> oh, man. Prime, hop in, man. Because I thought you, I thought, I feel like I cut you off. Nah, you ain't cutting y'all. I'm just listening to y'all talk. I mean, it's cool. We're talking about babies. About and, kids. So, so, so you already brought up pageants, and she loves to get dressed. I, I don't want to jump all the way to the parenthood already, but Little Miss Pretty, has she seen the episode? And, uh, I mean, you could just throw her right in, it sounds like, uh, based on your description of her. That's that's her right there. <laughs> I probably could. I don't know if we're going to do pageants. She's done, like, the print, print modeling, but... Um, I have not showed her that episode. And that's like one of my favorite episodes, actually. It's kind of wild. I don't know why I haven't shown her that yet. That's a good idea. I that think is. I will. <laughs> now I think I will. 
Yeah, and you know what? Actually going through some of your accolades and your resume, I also saw you were on Baby Geniuses. And as soon as I like saw the trailer, I was like, I got to show my two-year-old this because he loves to see little babies in grown folks like situations thinking he could do something. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to show it to him and hopefully it doesn't turn out bad for me because they was whipping ass low-key and uh, baby. They was doing a lot. Yeah, them babies was wild. They were. They did a lot. Oh, man. So um, let's fast forward. Well, we're going to get into the parenthood and stuff like that. I just want to fast forward to this cooking because I seen you have some shrimp and some some gourmet. I'm all about the Creole food. It looks like you had a little bit of that and you did the the pudding and you do a little bit of everything. Like, can you just yeah. tell the people how you how you got started cooking? Because that's the way to a man's soul. Look, my soul jumped when I saw that that shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> um well thank you thank you guys for supporting it's just um I don't know man cooking with besties it just kind of came out of the pandemic of course like mm -hmm. I just like everything at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm like what else can I do besides just sit at home cooking and and mining my child and all that um, I'm like something else has to you know I'm cooking anyway literally three four times a day um, and I love cooking. So I just was like, I'm gonna just start cooking with and I love cooking and we've had to FaceTime and Zoom and whatever else the people, right? So I'm like, well, how can I cook and like talk to my people and catch up with everybody and mm -hmm. find out what they're doing? And so cooking with besties, that's just how it that's how it came about. And uh who was on your first episode? My very first episode. Oh, that was like my, my she's my mentor. She's uh, my life coach. She is an incredible woman. She's a lawyer. I mean, I'm talking about like top tier, badass black woman type. She, I mean, she's incredible. She does some of everything. She's a lawyer. She's a life coach. She's a community activist. Like she's insane. So, um, but she also has to be my best friend's mom. <laughs> So she is like my mentor, a second mom, and just some of everything to me. She's she's incredible. So you're literally connecting it with besties, family. Um, and I, I encourage everyone to go check this out, especially if you need some training on culinary arts like myself. I could do, you know, I could do some things. I got the air fryer in the pandemic. So that's been saving. Yeah. That's been saving my life. Uh, but Pretty much, I just like cookies and grilled cheese and stuff like that. But I love to eat stuff. Look, I love to eat. And if I can't with the cookies, I just look. I don't know. It's just easy stuff. Look, I don't know. I'm not really a culinary artist the way you are. I'm just getting inspired. Well, we have to get you together. I could. I mean, I could. I could throw something on the grill. I mean, <laughs> that's about the grill. Yeah, yeah, like the foreman. Okay. Like. You know the, that George. Oh, the foreman. Oh, no. We don't get you all the way together. You can come on cooking with besties. I'll get you all the way hey, right. Okay, look. Was I was I setting that up to get my invite? I got my invite. Hey, I'm uh, coming. <laughs> I'm a bestie so, now. <laughs> what is your, like, most, like, your thing that you make the most, like, that mm, people want the The go-to. Okay. Uh, that is probably a tie between my shrimp and grits and my gumbo hmm. okay shrimp and grits and gumbo real southern food now are you in atlanta now i am i am in atlanta like everybody else i am so jealous how long have you been out there it's cool i was here um i came here initially in like 2015 i want to say i don't remember um 2015 i think and then Came here, worked a little bit, did some things, uh, shot back to L.A. Actually, so I was only here for like a year, went back to L.A. But in the meantime, between time I had, you know, I, I had uh, some situations and circumstances. Mm -hmm. I fell in love. I caught the bug. So did some more projects out there and then I came right back. And now we have a Nori. So that's amazing. Life. And were you uh were you big on the Southern cuisine before moving to Atlanta? Is, have you always loved food? Has Atlanta um, influenced you in any way as far as your food choices or is it's just always been in you? It's always really been in me. So the thing about it, a lot of people don't know this. Like I'm a Cali baby for sure. I was born and raised there, but the majority of my family actually is in Alabama uh, or like on the East Coast. 
Um, and so I was back and forth, honestly, to get to my family in Alabama, you got to come through Atlanta. So pretty much my entire life, I've been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between Atlanta, Alabama and L.A. So my roots, my roots is in the South. Amazing. amazing. I don't know. I just felt like Atlanta got, it had something to do with it. Just even if you was Southern. You, you could go to Atlanta. It's like you got to like you gonna give Atlanta the credit. Look, she didn't told you she's from Alabama now. <laughs> All right. All right. No, but you know what? it's also true though, because being with a, a southern dude, like he's born well, he wasn't born here, but he's been raised here as well. So like being with him too, I get I think that definitely influences like what you want tonight. Some fried chicken, some fish, some I'm like golly. Actually, me and Prime met for the first time in Atlanta. You, I don't know. Everyone thinks we're old buddies, but we literally just met in the pandemic online. And we've been to Atlanta. We've been in the same location one time. And we had a couple of my All That cast buddies there. And we did some live interviewing. So we have Atlanta near and dear to our hearts. We can't wait yeah. to get back. And hopefully we can connect with you when we get back. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. That's dope. Okay. I was wondering how y'all got... Yeah, well, he interviewed That's me, cool. and I always tell everyone I just bully my my way onto the podcast. I was like, "Bro, give me that co-host spot. I need that." <laughs> Moving on from Atlanta, let's can we get into how you got? In- oh wait, what? Go ahead. Anyway, one thing. Mm-hmm. Since we, we was talking, we should let everybody know where. Like, first off, first and foremost, like right now, I should let them know where to find your cooking with besties. Oh yes. Ah, yes, thank you. Um, so my cooking with besties show, we're on a brief hiatus right now. We've been on hiatus for the last two weeks. Uh, but it usually happens every Wednesday. So not last Wednesday, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, we back in that thing like we never left. Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my IG Live. Um, And if you missed the live cooking show demonstration, hangout session, whatever you want to call it, uh, I save all of the Cooking with Besties to my IGTV. Yes, she does. Under the series Cooking with Besties. So check us out. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so, um, I just wanted to get kind of the story from the beginning because you started so young. You was a baby, baby, baby. And I was, um, I think I was maybe seven or eight when I started and, you know, really got into the thick of things at 10 when I got into all that, at least. But you was much younger than that. Um, So can you just tell the people how you got started into acting in the ages where you started hitting these benchmarks? Uh, Yes. Okay. So where do I start? I was a pageant baby first. Um, My parents got me into all the little local pageants and then it was state and nationals and all of that. Um, and then I, if I'm not mistaken, one of the pageants, the like prize was like um, getting headshots, like professional headshots. So we got the, I won the pageant, obviously I got the professional headshots. Um, and then my mom just, it was old school, right? So like back in the day, you could literally just put a little press packet together and basically mail them to the agencies. Um, so she got out there hustling and did that. She mailed them all off. Um, we got a couple hits back. We went and met with the agents and I want to say my first agency was, don't give me the line. I think it was Abrams artist, but I can't quite remember. Um, and then from there, my, I think probably my first or second audition was for the parenthood. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say you get a pass for not remembering the agent. You was a baby then, so you saw. Man, listen, <laughs> I know, I know, it was with Abrams Artists at some point, but I don't quite remember if that was my first agency or not. But I think it was. And how old were you then? Um, I was two. Mm-hmm. I See, look, you I didn't think. you didn't say that two years old. Mm-hmm. I was two years old. I was literally a whole fetus. My baby's age. Yeah. <laughs> I could not imagine my son. my son would have ran off the stage <laughs> in them pageants and to- threw the mic at somebody's head like, oh Lord, that yeah. is amazing. That's funny. That is amazing. So, and and so when you first got on the Parenthood, you were how old? Um, it premiered. It didn't premiere until ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. So I was four officially when the show started. But when the process like started rolling, I was like two, I think, going on three 
And then by the time the show aired, I think I was three going on four. Wow, that's amazing. And just based on, you know, your talent level, your level, uh, your ability to, you know, speak and articulate, I, I would have thought you were a fiver and just small. You know how sometimes people just be small. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you know really what? Amazing. The funny thing is I was supposed to lie. Right. I was actually I was supposed to be five. And when I got the audition, my agent told me to lie. She was like, OK, so you know, you're three or two or how old I was. She's like, I think I think it was three. She was like, you know, you're three, but go ahead and lie. Just you just go, just tell them you're four turning five. I was like, but I'm not. And she was like, but but lie, though, like and say that you are so she can get it. And I was like, but I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's hard to convince a little baby to lie, but uh, I know, I right? I'm not supposed to lie. Why would I do that? <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, I'm oh, sorry, I keep bringing up my kids, but nowadays we lie in the opposite to make them look younger, so that they don't have to wear the mask and they get in free places, right? <laughs> but they had you. Right. They was like, nah, nah, nah. You gotta be five so you can qualify for this job, and you went in there and did the damn thing. That's that's wild. And um, I watched a few episodes. I brought up Little Miss Pretty which was, you know, which was classic. It's definitely one of the ones that I remember you from. Uh, and I think I watched literally almost all of these coming up because uh, I was a big fan of Robert Townsend. Uh, Curtis Williams was a buddy of mine. And, you know, just seeing Cece and Nick, y'all need a whole reel of just y'all tearing up. Because y'all used to be on the phone listening to Zaria's conversations and just doing the most. Like, y'all um, really represented for us kids back in the day. That was dope. That is so cool. Thank you. Yes, my brother. That's my that's my my real brother. Can't nobody tell me he's not my brother. I love him. And have y'all done any reunions? Um, not like officially. Um, what Curtis and Reagan were both at my baby shower. If, okay. if that counts as a yeah. reunion. But no, we've not been summoned to do any like official mm. parenthood. Nah. Prime. You see what I'm thinking? <laughs> We're gonna have to do it. We might have to find some emails, right? <laughs> I would love to. I mean, people ask for it all the time. How come y'all haven't done any reunions? How come y'all are not on the Hulu? Never. I think we were on Stars or something like that, right? But I don't know. I don't know. I don't show us no love like they're supposed to. No, but <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, I wonder if it has to anything to do with the the position of Robert Townsend because he's so. Uh, uh, I ain't gonna, I don't know what to say. He's just so revolutionary. He's so, um, you know, he's in control and maybe that is not yeah. that as, as, you know, a good negotiating point for some of these distributors that w would like to show your product. Maybe it's difficult. I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, we're, yeah. def we're definitely going to get into Robert Townsend, his ownership, his directing and everything. He's, he's doing a lot. So, um, I wonder, I just wonder if that has anything to do with it. But we would definitely love to see, we would love to see the parenthood in more places. Like, you know, I'm a, like I said, I watched some of the episodes back today. I'm looking at my TV screen because I literally have it on right now. And I just couldn't stop watching. I watched like three, four episodes. I'm like, damn, I got to, I'm supposed to be doing some other research. But man, you guys, you guys did the damn thing, man. And you were a big part of it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Man, nah, uh, Prime. He even sent me some episodes too, so. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did see him a couple. I was like, "Hey, bro, I remember this one. Look, when TK when he uh, stole that, uh, <laughs> oh, I called him. Camera. Yeah, he was he stole the camera and he, they took him to jail on the first episode. I ain't gonna never forget that. But uh, and that's how they like ended up adopting him. She looking like she don't even remember. Look. No, I do. Okay, it's like when you said it, I was like, "What he said?" Because he stole like a bunch of stuff. I He's thought like. <laughs> Hey, getting yeah, in the riffraff. Yeah. And I'm like, watch how you bothered on playing. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So yeah, when he made his his entrance onto the show. That yeah. was his first episode. But so that brings me to a question. What was it like working with guys like um We'll just say TK because he was beloved as TK uh, on the show for sure. The, the ladies loved him. The guys wanted to be him. And then the same type of thing for Reagan, but in the opposite, right? Zaria. Uh, and then the, even Michael Peterson uh, had his dreads going on. But what was it like just um, or braids popping? Excuse me. What was it like just being around the culture like that, being so young and then um, looking up to those teenagers that were on the set with you and they were literally so cool. Like, uh, did you 
want to be them? Did you feel like they were your, I mean, you said Curtis was your real brother, but how about the rest of the cast? Cause you know, I'm just a fan looking in, looking in. <laughs> yeah, no, um, all of them, every single last one of them are, I consider them like my real actual family, my brothers and my sisters. Um, uh, Kenny, Tyrone, Reagan, Curtis, all like they're just, they're, those are my people. And of course, being the absolute youngest mm -hmm. on set at all times, I don't think there was ever anybody that came to this set that was younger than me. <laughs> um, so being the youngest at all times, like all of those people were like my idols, you know what I mean? I'm always looking at them cool they always get to do the fun stuff that I didn't oh, get to man. do like I got to do a lot of fun stuff you know what I mean don't get me wrong I had some of everything but at the same time because they were a little bit older teenagers um and I think a lot of them reached actual adulthood you know what I mean on the show they got to do a lot of fun stuff and I just was like dang I wish I was 15 16 but um I don't know. At the end of the day, they still, they took me wherever I could go. Like wherever Reagan <laughs> and, and Kenny and them could take me, they're like, we're going to take Ashley with us. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yep. it just, it was a lot of fun and I loved them all dearly. Man, man. It just reminds me of good times. Black Hollywood in the 90s was just a special time. And that's why I like I could relate to you all day. And I, I love to um, I love to discuss this era with our guests. And we constantly have people on from this era. So once again, thank you for coming on. Prompt, you got any other question, questions for Ashley before we dive into Robert Townsend and ha uh, take a break? Uh, should I ask? Well, you can save it or you can ask it now. Okay, Look. okay. I just want to say, uh, we, we, I did have different people on the show. Just, what was your favorite one-off person on the show, if you can remember? Oh, I'm trying not to. I'm about to say, I'm trying not to just be biased and say Usher, but. <laughs> probably gonna be usher okay it's probably gonna be usher for me usher, it's a tie. i think i would tie it i might tie it between usher and immature the entirety uh, of immature okay okay or i am next i think they were still immature at that particular point but probably yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> i mean you are in the oh, a tyrese so. Ooh. Ooh, tyrese i forgot tyrese yeah Ooh. usher it's like Cali or the A, old home, new home. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. That's hard. I think Usher got it. I'm going to just give it to Usher. That's pretty big. I think big. Usher might still got it. <laughs> Sorry, Tyrese. I got a picture with him, too. I'm going to throw it up <laughs> one day. <laughs> I'm a little photo album. I got a picture hugged up, too. I'm like, <laughs> Usher. Usher, baby. Just fast. Just fast for no reason. Yeah, he was killing uh, the TV appearances back then, too. Tons of shows at Ursher. Oh, look, I called him Ursher again. Look. Ursher. Ursher. Yeah. That's, he's just Ursher to me. That's Ursher. Uh, man. In fact, can we can we place a Usher going into the break, Prime? Oh. Uh, Anybody got a request from Ush? What, what Usher song y'all want to listen to? Mm. The break. Oh. Mm. My favorite Usher song, I think, is Throwback off, mm. off the Confession okay. album. I know. It's so weird. It's like a little off one, but that's my jam, though. It's cool. No, no this is this a throwback interview. So, you know, it ain't Throwback Thursday. It's going to be Flashback Friday. But, you know, Throwback is always in on the Nostalgia Podcast. That's so right. That's that on. Okay. okay. It matches. It matches the tone. Well, uh, y'all should look forward to Usher since that's what his name is on this show. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see y'all after the break. What's going on, you guys? It's Gabby Neve here, and I want you all to go stream my new single, Radio. It's on all streaming platforms, so be sure to go check it out. Thank you guys so much for the love and support. Always, I love you all from the bottom of my heart, and I'll see you later. Bye, guys. And we are back. Hope y'all enjoyed that Ursher song. Um, we're just here. And we talking Robert Townsend and cooking with besties and all that stuff. Uh, Lee Boy, you got a question? Yeah. So, Ashley, uh, you know, obviously we talked about the parenthood just a little bit. We never really got into your experience with 
working with Robert uh, Townsend. Obviously, he brought you on. He saw something in you, like he's seen something in many people, many careers. And he, you know, felt like you were, I'm going to just say worthy to be into his fold because he was, you know, budding as a, you know, as a great executive in this industry. And so what was it like, you know, getting that stamp of approval? It maybe you don't really know. Maybe you could see more (laughs) what that stamp means from now, from your experience now or your standpoint now versus being a kid. But what was it like getting that stamp of approval and then just working with Robert Townsend in general? Um, so the cool thing, honestly, about that whole process was, um, not a lot of people know this, but he did do an interview once and actually mentioned it. They asked him how he casted the kids. Um, and when he got to me, he said that I (laughs) went in the room, mind you, I'm three, but I went in the room and he asked me, did I know who he was? And I said, yeah, you're Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny that is funny busted out laughing he was like okay you got jokes this kid got jokes <laughs> i mean um, to his credit, did to you... credit though they both had the same mustache and had the same mustache <laughs> you know what i'm saying like thank you because so... i was like hello like eddie murphy I don't know. No, um, I was three. So I think I get a pass. But no, the crazy thing is my parents, of course, knew who he was beforehand. And they knew what I was auditioning for. They knew whose project it was. Um, And so when I came out and I told my mom, she was like, did you know who you were just auditioning for just right now? And I was like, yeah, Eddie Murphy. And she was like, oh, okay, you did not book that. Okay, great. We went home and she reminded me, she was like, that's Meteor Man. And I was like, oh, dang, Meteor Man. She was like, yeah, that's Meteor Man. So I knew, you know what I mean, a little bit, as much as you can know at three. But at that point, he was the Black superhero guy to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got him kind of mixed up in the audition room. <laughs> but anyway, um, I did know, I knew a little bit about Robert Townsend um, from my three-year-old perspective before I booked it. And then as I grew on the set, of course, I got to experience his actual legendariness at work. Like it, it was incredible to see. And like looking back on it now, I realized exactly what I, you know, had the opportunity to witness and experience. But it just, it was amazing to see his genius at work every single day and, and to before the parenthood and after the parenthood to now be able to look back at it like, wow, I had access to that person every single day for like eight, nine years straight. Like it just, it's, it is incredible. And he's an amazing person. And on top of all of that, being such an icon and a legend, um, not just in the black community, but in the film and television industry as a whole uh, he's a sweet sweet kind person like he's wow. a good human being you know what I mean which is so rare to come by in the industry like it's hard to to get a person who's as much of a genius as they are a kind and humble and sweet and like genuine person um so it was amazing that that was my my little rant on Robert. No, that was that was awesome, <laughs> yeah, that was especially especially that Eddie story. I mean, he's definitely one of my idols. I, I you know, I, I I could only aspire to be like Robert Townsend one day, man. I mean, he owned TV One. He didn't he didn't done everything, bro. In fact, should we just get into it exactly all the everything that he's contributed to this amazing industry? I mean, obviously, he's his intelligence and his professionalism rubbed off on you. He grew you up, and he. We, I was looking back at some stuff. He didn't audition uh, Tia and Tamara back in the day. He was auditioning uh, Clifton Powell and all, everybody before they were stars. Niecy Nash, um, tons of people. And Prime, you told me a couple people that I didn't even know he got their career started. So, yeah, uh, you know, he had Robert Townsend and his partners in crime. And uh, sometimes it consists of different people. I know Tommy Davis, it was in there at one point. Uh, cause and then that helped him do his special, uh, Ellen and Philly. Y'all, y'all seen that? It's, it's a great stand-up special. Uh, but yeah, you know he had different shows and stuff, and like Robert Townsend and his partners in crime show was different, but it was good. You know, it had him, John Witherspoon was there. 
I, I guess I gotta point this out every time I'm a connoisseur. And uh I like to watch performances and I was watching the Bobby Brown performance randomly and it was on this show. And then when I went back to go watch this show, I liked it even more. But um this show's like a live action sketch comedy theater performance live. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean uh Something that I didn't even know he had part of. What year was that, bro? <laughs> I'm like, what is this guy talking probably, about? <laughs> probably 80, 80. It got to be 88 because uh, Bobby was singing My Prerogative. But uh, 1988, because uh, Bobby was singing My Prerogative. Still had to fade, didn't have the Gumby. And uh, yeah, so it was Pete. I mean, Pete, Tommy Davidson on here. John Witherspoon was on here. John had a funny sketch. It was like an alien sketch. He had like the top of his hair was like silver. White, the rest of it was black, and you know, different sketch comedy, but it was like in front of an audience, was what I liked. What he did, yeah, I have to check that out because one of the earliest things I'm familiar with is the Hollywood Shuffle, which John Witherspoon was in as well. He actually uh took him on a couple projects, which was something that was dope about Robert Townsend. He had his, you know, he had his crew and he kept them close, including you know, his uh, you know, his beginnings with Keenan Ivory Wayans and the Hollywood Mm -hmm. Shuffle. If you guys haven't seen that, man, those um, those narratives literally still play true today. The things that they um, discuss in that movie, the narratives literally sit near and dear to to my heart and my career and um, play a big role in my in my struggles uh, throughout Hollywood. I wouldn't call them struggles because, you know, compared to what people really have going on, it wasn't really a struggle, but it just wasn't something I was trying to be a part of. Um <laughs> But man, he so, this guy motivates me though to do some on my own, well, man. Yeah. And you know, he took the reins into his own hands. So that's that's a good, um, a good something that we can pull from, from him with credit cards. Mm, with credit, because yeah, he he talks. I've seen some interviews that he uh, and he he speaks about uh, the fear um, that only fear will stop people of today because you can make you know, movies right here with your phone and your computer. You don't need much. But he was like, back in the day, man, we had to borrow film, 35 millimeter cameras and get this and, and borrow this. And and he went through a lot to put out his first project. So, um, you know yeah, what? He sure did. I will say a lot of stuff he do was just something I would think of that I would want to do. And he actually did like, he did like yeah. just randomly was like, hey, I want to be a part of a singing group. You know what? I'm going to just make my own singing group. And then that's how we got to the five heartbeats. It's like just that's crazy. First of all, that's just okay. So insane. Ashley, we're gonna pull you in on this one. Are you a fan <laughs> of the five heartbeats? And if so, do you feel <laughs> please make the right choice? What do you like better, the Temptation biopic or the five heartbeats um, <laughs> fictional biopic? Because everyone thinks it's real, but it's not. Do you have a preference between the two? And we ain't going to, I mean, obviously, Robert's watching, right? No, I'm playing. <laughs> we don't know if he's watching. But you can be honest. What's uh, Do you have a favorite between the two? Because it's a running competition or debate on our podcast. I, honestly, I'm going to be honest, and this is no shade because I love me some Leon but I honestly did not know that people like thought they were comp I mean obviously they are like that era singing group biopic versus fake biopic it's kind of a biopic of the spinners right spinners or somebody one of them anyway. yeah. a lot of groups mixed in one but like the right, right 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 yeah. uh five heartbeats hand down Hands down, hands down. <laughs> I'm, I was, I might be biased, but it's, just, it is what it's, it's the greatest. Uh, the greatest fake <laughs> 60s group biopic of all time. Amazing. Like, of all time. I think we need more, honestly. More like groups about groups that like are fake, but like people think they're real because the songs, people like the songs, and it's just a lot of stuff. And um, actually, I I like to dig deep. So, did y'all see them perform before? They perform. Wait, once. the cast? Yes. <laughs> no, no, I didn't see that. They performed like in real in real life. Leon and Robert and all them performed for <laughs> real. You mean Duck? Duck was up there killing it. Yes. Perform. <laughs> I had no idea. Where was this? Is that the BET Awards? I think. Oh wow! Stop playing. Are you for real? I'm so serious. Well, okay. They performed to attract did some moves, and then uh, I think like. Silk or somebody came out and performed, but yeah, it came out and performed. I'm 
I gotta look this up. In fact, no, we're just gonna throw we're gonna throw it in right here. Look, I'm gonna make a clip because that sounds crazy. I would love to see Duck up there. Now, who was leading? Was Flash up there? After seven, after seven, uh, uh, baby, uh, what is that, baby face? After seven, that's who that's who came up there and performed. Baby, baby face and his brother, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just Casey and JoJo, them one of them, Dalvin and. Well, I don't know if y'all can't. You probably can't. Well, yeah, that's them. Oh wow! They got the silver jackets on and everything. <laughs> they got the silver on. Oh and then man! After seven, and after seven came on after them, and then they started doing their moves. But yeah, look at the two step though. Look, the doo, two doo, step doo, was doo. cold. The I think that's what the target was. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I got nice like this. Yeah. I wish. Okay. Dude, look, I could do this all day. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> I don't know about that note. Go, they had to go in the background, by the way. That after seven's in the front, and they're in the background. I don't know if y'all can see them. This is like recently. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Robert. Yeah, he got some gray on his gray on his head. The whole hell out of this, but it looks like a good time. Oh I'm yeah. So you made the right choice, Ashley, because as you could tell, uh, you know, I'm I'm the big five Harbees fan. This is probably I don't know. It's like number. It's like number one or two. It's probably probably like my favorite movies. Probably because like the only VHS that I had coming up, I watched it a hundred million times. I know all wow. the words. <laughs> Uh, my name's Leon. Leon's in it. Everyone thought I was Choir Boy. I used to love Choir Boy, but look, I'm just going on a love fest for Five Heartbeats right now. And it's the best, it's the best music group movie of all time, Prime. I'm calling it. Hey. I can agree. Other than Jackson's story, look, American Dream. Look, that's that's up there. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. But I do think Five Heartbeats, Five Heartbeats got it though. It, the storytelling. The storytelling. You alluded to that, Ashley. He tells crazy stories and throughout all of his projects and uh the the fact that people think that the five heartbeats is a true story is just a testament to that exactly um, exactly he shows that same talent throughout his script writing on parenthood throughout of all of his projects uh do mm -hmm. you do you have a favorite i mean you talked about meteor man that might have been your favorite when you was three uh but what would you would say would be your favorite robert townsend project today that I think is a tie. Oh, it's like a three-way tie. Three-way oh, tie okay. between Meteor Man, Baps, and right. the Five Heartbeats. Okay. Okay. B yeah. Baps is popular. But who too. doesn't love Baps? And who doesn't love Halle Berry? And mm. that whole story was was hilarious. So I remember seeing, I'm like, why he didn't me in that some kind of way i'm like there were no children there were not one child was present in this movie calm down but no, <laughs> no that was one of my faves though definitely so just real quick just really quick um they did come up with the making of the five heartbeats i don't want to get to that like just gloss over it yeah yeah uh, they did come up with the making of the five heartbeats and he got like he like got like documented footage of him auditioning mm -hmm. all these people and actually making it and stuff. And did y'all know that uh David Ruffin was actually like an advisor on this project? See, she you know he, see. I did. Yeah, no, nah, he, he was an advisor to, to, <laughs> to try to help him, you know, stay stay straight. And I mean, it's just crazy because we've seen the parallels between Leon's, you know, Leon's characters and stuff. Um yeah, when he played David Ruffin and obviously and I think that's why people like mix them up or think, you know, both are biopics because Leon is throughout both. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and the only reason why I bring that up is obviously because David Ruffin, if you guys don't know, just watch both of them. If you don't if you don't know what's going on, watch them all. Um, Speaking yeah. of Leon. What, 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 what you got? Another Robert Townsend movie, Little Richard. Mm. Have y'all seen this or y'all just is this one that y'all probably miss? No, I checked this one out because yeah. killed the, the 50s and 60s biopic era. Like killed it, cut it, killed it dead. Like my man's did all of them. <laughs> I remember watching um the little Richard one. And it was good. It was good. I just the little Richard at the 
human being was was such a um like before his time type dude to me i've always loved little richard and i've always yeah, loved he was Leon, definitely so before his sure. time so yeah I just had to. I just had to throw that out there because Love Richard don't even get no love. Like I didn't even know this movie was made until like a few years ago, and it was like on YouTube just randomly. So had to bring that up. Might as well go on the other ride since he said I've already. Well, I'm gonna be you know making my own group. Why not just be a superhero? So we get the Meteor Man. I just want to say the courage that it takes to say, I want to be a superhero and to actually do it and create your own powers and all that stuff. It's like, that's dope. And then not only to do that, to have an all black cast or mostly black cast. I think, no, it was all black cast. It's like, that's, that's even more dope. It's like, yeah, Luther Van Dross in this movie, Don Cheadle, uh, Tiny Lister, ABC was in the movie. Oh my God! Who else? Andy Griffin was in the movie too. So I'm like, yeah, this this movie is just it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, he really put on for his people, and then you know, he he gets a lot of credit for being the first black superhero, or um, right? or at least the first original. So that's just a you know a great just a great great check for his resume you know a great point or a great accolade for him to have and uh you know i would just be honest and say that when i first seen this i thought it was crazy when i was young i was like what is this i just wasn't old enough to really appreciate it the way i should have it was too out the box because it is out the box if oh, you guys, it is. You guys watch yep. this one it's wild so uh hopefully everybody that's watching this has seen meteor man if not uh, go check it out because it, you know it was definitely revolutionary at the time, and Ashley loved it at three years old. She was just like superhero. Sure did. I remember watching it back to like after I got the Parenthood and watching it back and like those scenes where they was they were fighting with the what was the same dude from Five Heartbeats with the the silver hair. Oh, all over. And, and they was beefing, yeah. and he like beat my daddy up. I'm like, what's wrong with him? What's <laughs> Eat my daddy, I felt things. I love the meteor man. I'm again biased, of course, but yeah, everybody should watch it. Was the first yeah. black superhero in many ways, definitely. Yeah, I just like that the fact that he just said, "I'm gonna just take these whole this whole group of like basically all your favorite singers and just make them the bad guys, <laughs> and then <laughs> dye their hair blonde." But but yeah, uh, James Earl Jones in it too. I forgot about say him. It got a lot of people in it. A lot of notable people in it, and uh, I think that's good to have that many people actually show up for an uh, all-black movie, so that's good, too. Uh, Lee, Lee, boy, you got something else you want to say about it before we uh, just move on real quick? No, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I don't got nothing else on meter, man. It was too crazy when I, <laughs> when I was a kid. I'm going to watch the <laughs> clips, but uh, yeah. So he did host a lot of award shows, and a lot of the award shows, it was him and his partners, and Everybody knows Motown 25 as being like that hit Motown award show, but he also did Motown 30. And a lot of people don't even know Motown 30 exists, but it does, hosted by Robert and his partners. And uh, basically, this is Robert in full form. You got Robert, uh, Don Lewis, uh, you got Debbie Allen, all these random not, not random people. We got all these different people here. And Robert, I, I want to say he steals the show. Here. He kind of does. Him and Keenan Ivory Wayans, Damian Wayans, and different other people. Just, I just like it. I like that award show for him hosting. He has like scenes that are different from any other host that I've seen. So just had to throw that out there. Nah, man. And I think it's important that you brought that up just to highlight that he was so multi multifaceted, right? That he he did the comedy, he did the writing, did the directing. Obviously, he starred in a lot of these things. And then outside of that, you know, he was also a su superior businessman, you know, his own networks and, and he's owned his own projects and he's he's hosted Motown 30. Um, and so it's just something that we can only aspire. I don't know if there's going to ever be another Robert Townsend that could do it quite the way he did, especially he made it seem so seamless through the, through the times that, you know, people felt like they were being discriminated against or held back. And he just seemed like, bro, I'm just too smart for y'all. <laughs> I'm just going to figure it out and, you know, take this whole thing by, by the reins. And it gets him to, you know, to the projects like these that we don't even know 
that he, you know, he may be a part of. There's so many gems that we could go through. It's crazy. Um, it's just crazy. So most multifaceted. We can only dream to be. He did not do it on purpose. <laughs> Did not with the fro though. Yeah, talk about time in the eighties. The cable to go into the thing. You mean we gonna miss the temptations? Oh, what's the afro for me? I can't. I'm not worried about the temptations. I'm trying to see the four tops. Your daddy, you know the temptations smoke the four tops. That's right. Now, Robert, you mighty young to be talking this crazy. That's right. The tops were incredible. Dennis Edwards, Levi Stubb, Tips. No baby. Top. Yeah, I mean, it's just history. Yeah, we going through the history, man. He's got a whole lot of history to cover. I mean, it's going to be impossible. I know you're trying, Prime. You're trying to cover the whole thing in this spot. <laughs> Y'all don't have to do your own research, but no, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> to your point. He, he's got so much, it's just hard to fit into. And, and you know, all we could do is continue to show love. Um, I, and speaking of love, look, uh, I, I love what he did for Faison and all the all the people that he put on. But Faison and a lot of the comedians that were on Parenthood uh, definitely benefited uh, from him. And, uh, you know, Faison went on to have a great career. But he like was he almost stole the show on the Parenthood. Right, Ashley? Was he funny on set? <laughs> <laughs> Was phase on love funny in <laughs> right, regular everyday life? That was a stupid <laughs> <And> question. <laughs> I mean, that man was wild. He's a wild boy, Uncle Phase on. I love him though. I love him. To this Dear. day. To this <laughs> You're day, right. Wow. To this day, he will cut the fool. But I love him, definitely. Oh man, Mr. Love. No, nah, that's good though. I mean, I I, I like how. He got like, of course, he can just wild up on and off set. I'm pretty sure he was probably not not hard to work with, but you know, probably make you laugh and miss your cues and whatever. Definitely. I can understand. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I'm Definitely. sure he did a whole lot of ad living. And you know, it's funny because we know Robert Townsend has a, a comedian background, but he plays straights in so many movies. You would think mm -hmm. that he doesn't really have that bone, but then you show that clip and he's got his Afro and he's going crazy. Um, and then, you know, he, he just always plays the protagonist, but he has that comedy bone in, in him as well. And you could tell by how he lets the people around him go wild from John Witherspoon. I mean, Keenan Ivory Wayne's when he was telling him in Hollywood shuffle, wow, I went from $2 to $2 and 25 cents in the last six months. Like, so this is my last thing. Like, I really like, like I said, I like Robert Townsend. And this is something I want to do. Icon. He had Townsend TV, television. Uh, and pretty much he would invite groups to the show to have a versus, but of like different things. Like he'd have them do a versus of like Marvin Gaye songs, Temptation songs, Monkey Robinson songs, uh, old school songs, new school songs, your favorite song, the your hit songs. Like he did one with uh H Town and uh, uh I forgot the other group. He did one with H Town and uh that one it was it was okay. It was it was it was all right. He did another <laughs> one. Now I only say it was okay because because the other group that you can't remember look <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> singing other people's song is difficult. It went they went bad. It just you know it's different. It, it like that sometimes. Yeah. What was your What was your favorite of Townsend TV? Because I've never heard of this. Have you heard of this, Ashley? Never Townsend heard? TV. Oh, I have. Like, I don't think I've seen. I think I've seen snippets of it. Right. Like when other people have done all the tributes of Robert all the time. So I've, I know that it exists, but I've definitely not like seen it yeah. in its entirety. Yeah. It, it was like I felt like it was like a talk show, but when he wanted to do something, he just did it like like this. Mm -hmm. Because he did have people coming on there to perform every now and then. Dope. Yeah, he was on fire then. It's crazy. <laughs> he was doing everything between about 87 to 95. Look, he was going crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Definitely. Also, I'm looking at some say he performed with Tupac. Performed with Tupac? That's what it said. Tupac, I get around live, Robert Townsend, 1993. I don't this guy done been everywhere, literally. Okay. All right, Prime. 
So you got you got anything else? Anything else you want to get off? Because look, this is the day to do it. This is the Robert Townsend appreciation, celebration, tribute, everything special. This is it right here. For, at least on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Y'all can go check out plenty more. They're all over the internet because this guy is a, a literal uh, legend, a literal icon. So if you don't know, now you know. Better know. But uh, Prime, take us off, man, because I know, look, you look like you, you're looking for something else. <laughs> I just love him, man. I don't know everything about him, but I vow to, to make sure that, you know, that I figure it out. Nah, I, mean, I got Prime. I got Prime here to teach me everything. What's up? I mean, but yeah, this stuff I didn't even have to research. Like, this mm. is just stuff I just like. So, you know, imagine if I did research, not the sound. Mm, imagine. But, but yeah, nah, nah, I mean, it's just stuff I like. Me personally, I just liked, I always liked Robert Townsend because he just said, I want to do this. And then basically kind of just did it. Yeah, I always, I just always loved him because he was always himself. He never, you know, um, he he always made sure that he represented black culture the correct way. So I, I could always respect that. Uh, Ashley, do you have a, like in somewhat closing, do you have a favorite moment with Robert Townsend or um, it, whether it, it involves you being with him and you were actually there or just maybe you were looking from afar and you just uh, really admire, appreciate something. Um, can you bless the podcast if you can think of anything? I think of anything like a favorite moment on the show um if if you could I I just I have a lot like I I I don't know like I said this this man um was literally like another dad he was another strong black male figure in my life and I was fortunate enough to have plenty um, but to have Robert be a part of that that group of men in my life, um, it just was incredible. And I just, I just, my favorite moments really were just always watching him be, like I said, that combination of not just a genius, but also a humble and kind and genuine person. Um, I remember like, you know, if there was ever any, like riff raff. I was like, actually, I do remember. I'm not gonna say what exactly, yeah. <laughs> but there were there was a little uh-huh. riff raff one time on set, and some some folks had exchanged some words and and some some pieces of their mind. Oh, we getting juicy uh, now. Um, <laughs> oh man, it was it was it was a it was a moment definitely. And I, of course, being so little at the time, I just was like, oh my god, I lost it. Um, and I just remember Daddy Robert, I still call him Daddy Robert. I remember Daddy Robert picked me up and took me outside. And it was nighttime at this point. And he told me, he was like, you know, I just want you to look up at the sky. And I just want you to remember that you cannot control other people. You can't control how they behave. You can't control the choices that they make. You can only control how you respond. Oh and how it makes you feel and how you allow it to affect you and make you feel. And I was so little and I'm like, what is he talking about? No, like, you know, being so little, I'm like, okay, I guess. He's like, you'll understand later. And boy, do I understand. I understand. I still haven't quite mastered. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a hard mastered one to master. Part yeah. of of not letting people get to you all the time, but that was definitely probably the very first person to ever say anything like that to me was Robert Townsend. Now that's and an I will never memory. forget that. Now that's an excellent memory. And, um, you know, you, you kind of brought up alluding to him, you know, being a second or third father or however many fathers you had. I don't know. <laughs> you had a lot <laughs> of uh, good uh, role models in your life, which is great. Um, and, and it made me think of a question that I actually mentally prepared. I didn't write it down, as you can tell. We don't got. We just go off the uh, handle here. So, <laughs> um, but I did want to ask you a, a question uh, about if there was any jealousy, <laughs> because uh, you have this great family on set. Uh, did you ever compare them to your home life? Did you ever throw it in your mom's face that that is not what Jerry Peterson would do or anything like that? Um, <laughs> the, did you ever get into any any issues at home comparing uh, your two families? <laughs> That's a hilarious, but wow, I've never even thought 
of that before at all. Like, no. Well, <laughs> no, you know, I was just thinking, like, I was just thinking if you, uh, you know, so many times we don't have a male figure in our lives um, you know, or yes. or if or if he wasn't around too much, it's like, oh, Robert, that's daddy right there. <laughs> that would be a great replacement. And that's exactly, uh, you know, my dad was somewhat around. I would have definitely been looking up to Robert if if he was on my cast for sure. But no, Robert, he definitely is a great father figure in general. And then yeah. for someone being so close to him, I'm sure. And it sounds like you definitely, um, you know, saw him that way. So uh, thanks again. I for definitely did. Of course. Yeah. No, I never thought of really anything like that. Because the thing was like that they were my family, literally. And they were so Robert and really everybody on that set was so good about making sure that everybody was welcome. It was, I can't, I cannot describe the feeling of being on that set in the nineties, but it literally, it was just like a big ass, like family reunion, like every day, every week of every day, the, the casting crew was majority black. Um, the, from the writers, the producers, like all the way, people that you don't even see all the time, all them people was black. My whole family was always invited to every taping. I don't think my grandparents mm. ever missed one taping ever wow. wow um but they were always invited they were always treated like family just like it just was a family affair and and there was so much crossover like every birthday party pretty much everybody from the parenthood was at my personal birthday parties um and and vice versa you know what i mean so it just was there was so much crossover between my tv family and my real family that i i just had family i never I I didn't I couldn't draw a line or a distinction between the two at that point if I if I wanted to if I tried I just had two dads two moms two two sets of you know all all my siblings and and cousins and uncles and them like everybody just was my people. That's awesome. I mean, it was really great, and I love that you guys are doing this. I love that y'all are giving him his flowers while he's still here because he is so 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 deserving. Yeah. Um, he's such an incredible man and I love that we're still able to pay homage to him because he's here and I love that we're doing it. It's beautiful. And thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for being thank a you part of it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you definitely benefited from having a black boss. And that's why she had that family vibe on set. So y'all make sure y'all y'all get behind <laughs> these black artists, get behind these black directors, get behind these um these black producers and these black creators so that we can continue to feel this vibe because there's not, I don't think there's a person out there. I would say Tyler Perry would be the closest. Say what you want about him. Uh, but, you know, Robert Townsend really, he, you know, he solidified and held down an era and we would like to see someone step up Definitely. in that similar I, vein. So maybe it's going to be me. You never know. <laughs> Go ahead. One thing to say about Tyler Perry, can he please just invest a little bit more money in the wigs? Just a, a little, little, just a little wig. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I had. Like, like, baby girl, your your edge. I'm not gonna gonna come for the win. Not today, but you know. Everything else is cool. Oh man. Anyways, can you let everybody know where they can find you at? Aside from all the other stuff, let me know everywhere, everywhere that you want to be. Everywhere I'm at, uh, sixty-five. No, I'm playing. Um, They're going to pull I up am. now. Be careful. So I um, really, really like for the coins, for the coins, I'm an acting coach. I have taken all of my skills and everything I've learned from all the people like Robert and the Debbie Allens and all the people. I, and I um, reach back and, and, and reach back and teach the children and, and the adults, everybody. So I'm an acting coach. Uh, you can reach out to me for coaching. You can reach out to me for uh, career guidance. I do in Atlanta. There's not quite like traditional management the same way that you would get in LA, uh, which is really interesting, but that's a whole different conversation anyway. um, But coaching and career advising I do, and you can reach out to me via Gmail. Uh, My business is authority arts group. Uh, it is aa.authorityartsgroup at gmail.com for all of your coaching and acting related needs. Um, if you want some good to eat, some good to look at, then you can find me on IG, um, Instagram, that's at Ashley Amari. 
Um, and again, Cooking with Besties every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my IG Live or later on on my IGTV. Uh, what else is there? I got a Twitter, but I don't really, I can't, I can't keep up. Twitter's too, Twitter's too much for me sometimes. I'm, I'm, but I'm on Twitter. I'm on Clubhouse. Still the same at Ashley Amari. So. Oh yeah. We'll have to follow each other on Clubhouse. Yeah. Kick it. I was on the, I, I listened in on the Clubhouse that y'all did um, for the All That reunion. Dope. Dope. Yeah. yeah appreciate you. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I appreciate there. that. Sick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's all my stuff. That's all my stuff, right? It's all my stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I mean, you can. I'm gonna just go ahead and hop in. You can find me on LeeboyTV.com. Look, got the tee yeah. on. Uh, y'all go ahead and rep uh, represent for me. I also got the all swag tees uh, going down on my tee public store. Uh, everything can be found through tee. Um, excuse me, LeeboyTV.com. Just go ahead and click the banner at the top. Go to my tee public store and represent. Support for your boy. And uh, most of all, obviously. I need you to subscribe to this podcast and Prime, you could go ahead and take them away with that. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, I just want to say uh, and we do do a parenthood reunion. Do we mm -hmm. got your, we got your, we are, you're already in, right? I'll be there. Okay. I will be there with bells on and my good wig. We're going to have to make that happen. Uh, anyways, it. you can follow the podcast at Prime Nostalgia Pod on Instagram and Penis Nostalgia Pod on Twitter. Uh Leon, I mean Lee Boy didn't know that, but it's cool. Uh <laughs> I don't be on Twitter. I'm just like Ashley, look. <laughs> uh, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KVNG Prime Time. And uh anything else y'all got to say? That's it, man. No, thank you so much. Thank Ashley. you guys so much. Robert Townsend. Appreciate it. I would say I love you, Daddy Robert. We love you, Robert. And with that, with that being said, I'm just going to say prime time is all the time and we out.